Hey guys, just wanted to share a message from our sponsor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. The creation tool allows you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. Do you know the show and show business? If you're an actor, you better stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hollywood swinging, Roxy. Yes, it is. Are you swinging in Hollywood? Should I swing a little more? I think so. And look at our guests, everybody. We have guests on the couch, and they're swinging. <laughs> swinging in, we're all swinging in Hollywood. And why are we swinging in Hollywood? Because we are going to get to know the Hollywood business. Not the business part, like lawyers, agents, things like that, but the business. What does Hollywood actually do? It produces television shows. It pro- uh, produces movies great actors the stuff we're actually supposed to like yes Mm -hmm. if you don't like that wrong biz um but before we do any of that um i'd like to introduce my fantastic co-host roxy stryer Ooh, now i know you're mad at me because i only had the one adjective this time again it's the hair i thought it it was no i thought it was like a i thought it was a stronger adjective that that was fantastic stronger you feel it's like a wishy-washy one yeah fantastic's like what you call somebody who's doing like, oh, that was fantastic. Maybe your generation, not mm-hmm. mine. Okay. And mine, it means my soul has just been given to you, but wow. you diminished me. I'll Fine. take it. Now I'm pissed. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. All right. And in the booth, um, my name for him is Mr. Funtabulous Jeff Graham. Because I'm so flattered. Fun-tabulous. I just feel like I just feel like you are fantabulous. Would you agree, Roxy? I do actually feel like that encompasses Jeff. Because it's not it's not fabulous. It's fantabulous. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'll He's take got it. That, yeah, I, I will hope. take it. Thank you, Sean. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, we are here today to talk about movies, films, actors. Why? Because it is the language of this town. If you went to a foreign country, you would learn their language if you were immersed in it long enough or you wanted to become part of it. In this town, if you want to become part of this industry, you need to know this language. And I have designed a test of 31 questions that I have given to some actors here, and I'd love to introduce them because they took the test. I don't know, Jeff, if we have that role of me monitoring them taking the test, if we have that. We got that. I'll play it right now. See, and by calling him Mr. Fantabulous, when I say those things, then he actually I think, wants to I do think it. a little more yeah. motivated to do it. You I, know what I'm saying? I did have a question for you about, yes. a couple questions for you about this quiz. Okay. Num- number one, so you solo dolo created this. Yes. This for is my, so what happened was I was teaching an improv class and I would bring up references to movies, to TV, to film. And they kept on saying, well, I don't know that. And I said, listen, guys, when you go to a meeting with a di- di- what what my agent told me, director oh see here's me monitoring please don't look at the fat stomach oh we um, just rolled it everyone got a good oh. look of you uh, policing <laughs> our studio oh <laughs> mr Funtabulous is a very tenuous name it could be gone any second and, don't you forget that <laughs> don't you forget that uh no but uh so i would keep bringing these things up and and what i was told by my agent and manager Producers usually don't do this necessarily, but directors and other actors definitely talk movies, more on the creative side. But the more I do talk to producers, I kind of believe that's not true because every meeting I have, everyone, we always reference some movies, either a current one we've just seen or a style of a movie. Um, But let's introduce our guests and then I'll... Tell get you to my next bit. question. What's that? You'll get to my next question. I'll get to your next. Oh, do you want to do yours now? Do it now. Well, I just was wondering if 31 seemed too tenuous, so you made two 30s on here. Like, was 31 uh, just too much? You know what for I want? Everybody? I did. Uh, I actually was doing it. I threw in a couple questions last night, and for some reason, it wouldn't change on my form. So, so like, I just okay. left it there, and I. I was like, 31 was too daunting. It was yeah, too much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we yeah. fooled them, though. Uh, sure 31 uh, is the name of a very popular horror director's oh. last movie. Does anyone know who that is? I don't even know what that movie is. 
31? Uh, 31? Uh, anybody? We don't have a question. No, I'm just asking. What, what is that movie? What Rob year? Rob Zombie. Oh. That's his last movie. It was 31. Oh. What year was it? Like uh, 2017. Wow. I never even heard of it. That's what I'm talking about. Huh. So, uh, but I'm in the horror world, so it's a little... A little, I can be a little and, 31. And, wow, I, yeah, I'm I usually the latest the movies. last 10 years I'm pretty good with, but I've, I've never heard of that. Yeah, uh, so let's introduce okay. our actor guests, okay? Uh, Sean, please introduce yourself. How's it going, guys? My name's Sean Paul Payton, and uh, having a good time here in the, in yeah. the studio. And how do you just briefly, how do you know our crew? Yeah, I've never met you before, but you know, why uh, are you here? I, how I do know. what's your connection? I know Roxy, and I actually hosted a couple other shows here uh, this oh, year. Cool. It was uh, the America's Got Talent After Buzz After Show, and nice. then the Seven Year Switch After Buzz After Show. Nice. Okay, so listen, I've told you guys before, it's all about connections, 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 and uh, who you know, who you know, <laughs> Brian. Hey, I'm Brian Patrick McGowan. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a film and stage actor. I take classes over at the Playhouse West, and I learned from Sean and the gang over at the Flux Comedy Dojo. Yes. So when Gabe was here a couple of weeks ago, that's uh, Brian's one of our students. How is he? Uh, who? Fantastic. The in, guy on the couch, the, Brian. Uh, he's pretty good. Okay, cool. Good talk. Uh, I, I don't want to say anything. <laughs> he's good. He's actually very good and very fun. We had a day, and I'll tell you a quick story. We had a day that only like two people showed up. And it was just an improv class for three hours with just two people. Or three, was it three? It was like two we, or three. Two yeah. or three. Wow. And it was, we just decided to take the exercises and we do the exercises and then we just all looked at each other and go, let's keep going. And we just like, was the, I made it harder and harder, let them n- not use references as much. And, and it just became like a, it was like a it full was a workout. Like yeah, it was, it was a was heavy improv yeah. workout. And none of us gave up. We did the full three hours with just us. So that was awesome. That's amazing. And then we have talked about in episode two and three, moving out to LA. And one of the people that I brought in was Tim Peck who actually uh, moved out from Nashville. Well, I met this young lady in uh, Memphis, and she was from Arkansas, became a Skype student of mine. And unofficially, she didn't come to my two-year workshop, but I gave her all the information. She recently moved out here this summer. Wow. And she's now out here. This is Erin Spandorf. Yeah. Hey guys. My name's Erin Spandorf. I'm a film actress, writer, and content producer. And I have been a former student of Sean's and hopefully will be again soon. Yes, she's going to be coming back to improv. Great. I'm very excited about that. And uh, before we jump into the test, let's talk about Sean's Sean's week. week. You know what I was thinking? You can sing a note, right? You can carry it. I can try. But I was thinking if you and I just figured out a harmony. Okay. You know, like like Sean's Sean's week. Okay, you want me to Sean's Sean's week. Yeah, there we go. Ready? Sean's week. week. Yeah. Oh, we do it. You yeah. want to do it? Okay, yeah. Wait, now you go high. I'll go low. Okay. Sean's week. Yeah. yeah. Nice, that guys. Was I like nice. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Like, I kind of feel like a liars. A bunch of liars on the couch. Guess what? You've already taken your quiz. It's way too late for that. Oh, no. All right. So, uh, we're going to talk about my week. So, this week, I'm still fostering my kittens. Um, Facebook tells me so, man. Yes, yes. Fostering my kittens. Um, a couple auditions. We talked about um, that I was a little, didn't manage my time. I actually took the time really, you know, you get reminded all the time. I did the work. I worked really hard on both auditions. Felt very good about both of them. It was really great. Um, right, cutting down that script. Still, I'm down to 91 pages. Wow, only one more yeah. to go. And we have like 16. We're on page 74. And we in 16 pages, for sure, we'll cut at least one. So do you we, think maybe even more than that? Yes, I do. I Will think that we'll be a cut problem? At least, no, it'll be good. It'll be really, really great. good. So that was really exciting. But then uh, last Thursday night, Jeff, I think there was a picture of me at a premiere, Mr. Funtabulous. <laughs> what premiere were you at? Uh, I was at a premiere um, for a, a friend of mine's movie, Jan Birch. There I am right there at the Man's Chinese. And we, uh, my friend Jan was asking me to go. I was super busy, but Jan has been so, he's a friend from People Under the Stairs, my first film. And he's, he's been, a and fellow actor. He's in a fellow movie? actor, Jan Birch. Yeah. And he has been so supportive of everything I did. And I was so busy and I didn't think I could make it. And I thought, you know what? Jan's been so helpful and supportive. I have to go. I have to go support him. So I did. And that was really fun. And then uh, my How fr- was he? 
He was great. Great. He was really, really good in the movie. It was great. I, it's, we know each other so well, and we joke so much because we go on all these conventions. We went to London together and New Jersey and Florida, and they were like old brothers. It's really fun. So, like, he's got a very serious scene, and I'm just laughing. Just going, because <laughs> I just, I love him. He probably he, can hear you. Yeah, but he's, but he knows it's me and I just love the guy. He's such a great guy. So it was just, it was kind of a joyful laugh. Um, then Sam Lloyd, who was in um, Scrubs a lot. I went to a party with his and he's doing, I think there's a picture of us together. It's the last one I sent you. Uh, Jeff today, so I don't know if you have it. But did you um, were you on Scrubs or how did you? Uh, no, Sam and I met at the Groundlings years and years ago. Mm. But he was on Scrubs. He was part of the Blanks, the four the guys that sang the acapella group that sang all the time on Scrubs. Oh, I, I know exactly. He's great on the show. He's fantastic. There he is, right Very there. Funny. Yeah, we just saw him last week, and he is having um, doing putting up a play and a musical of his, and he asked me to participate in that, and I am going to. Um, and then my friend Kathleen, who who's um, in your play, who directed yeah. and is in my play, big fan of yours, you're a big fan of hers. Um, she called me up and said, Hey, do you want to do a short? And she needed more of her real directing. She didn't have anything current. She wrote this fun short. It's just me and another guy from the play, Sean Kerrigan. And she asked us to be in it. No money, but it's her and it's good. And she's you read great. It? Yeah, I love it. I love it. I can't wait. It's really, really fun. I can't, I don't want to tell, it's a twist one, so I don't want to tell you too much about it. How long? 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah, so we're going to shoot that, and I wanted to help her out because she's been so great as well. So the takeaway for me this week is really, really support your friends, and they will support you back. And just in general, if you can, support other artists. Support other artists as much as you can. I had a lot of friends who did a one-act play festival at Playhouse West. I couldn't catch a lot of their plays. Um, it was weird. They didn't send me official invitations, but I kind of heard about them after. But that's another thing. If you have an event or you have something going on, just Promote send an it. email. Just send an email or, or text them and say, this is going on. Don't expect much, but it's really great to support your friends do you agree with that Roxy? oh completely yeah I, I think you have to you have to know who you're supporting pick the right people right because there's some people who don't support you back and you right and it's, it can be a little draining but support yeah. as many people as you can that are supporting you as well and, yeah and yeah and that's how all the relationships build it does have a way of going full circle usually yeah so i feel believe strongly in that and fortunately i have really nice fun good people in my life that it's easy to support um, now let's getting into, uh, the quiz, why it's important. I think I said it, it's the language of this town. Um, and it just went, here's the story I was going to tell. I started to tell these guys out there. Um, I'm doing a movie crust, the one I'm cutting the pages for. It's a horror comedy. Um, I met with a set designer or an art, artistic director, uh, gosh, a year or so ago, a year or so ago, through this director that was going to direct it. Now I'm going to direct it. We were sitting there, and I said, "I want it to be gritty. It's not like a Tim Burton movie. I think kind of dusty, dirty, kind of real, but fantastic at the same time." He goes, "Like," and we both kind of at the same time went, "Like Repo Man," and he's mm. 22. And he knew exactly what that meant. I don't even know if you guys know the movie Repo Man. With no, Emilio Estevez. I haven't seen it, but know it. No, okay, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. With the late great Harry Dean Stanton, but it's very gritty but fantastic at the same time, fantasy. And so, long story short, I'm moving ahead with a different production team, and and he's not really part of that group. But I'm going to seek him out and say, please be the set to you know the art. Uh, person on my film because he gets it because he gets it and because he knew that reference and that to me was super impressive uh impressive mm. it makes me feel like he is a cinephile and he knows movies so when i had a reference like that he knew it and that's why i think this is so important does that make sense yeah it makes complete yeah sense. it makes complete sense so let's just <laughs> dive in uh mr fantabulous what i'd love to do is after I ask the question, put a ding, because that would mean that then you can pause your uh, you can pause your iTunes or your YouTube if you want to if you want to answer the question really quick. 
Does that make sense? Yeah, but just to explain to the the people again, though. So prior to coming in here, Mm -hmm. we had our fabulous uh, cast of couch people answer these to the best of their ability. We monitored them, as you saw in the video. They did not use their cell phones. We're going to be incredibly supportive of them as a group because going on a show where you're saying what you don't know is something that not not everybody is willing to do. So this is just to talk about these things, not to... Yes, not to judge or make anyone feel bad if you knew or did not know it. But... Uh, Sean said it so well and gracefully. He said, this is going to be great homework. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's got like a study guide of movies to watch and to see. Totally. Yeah. So, all right, let's dive in. You got a star is born in your head? Diving in? Diving in. Oh, see? I'm on the deep end. I love that. Love that movie. All right. Number one, and we're not going to do a dig here. Number one, name two films by Christopher Nolan. Only one can be from the Batman trilogy. The ding was a little low. Sorry. And, it was, and it's go. a little low. Can you hear it? I know. Yeah, a little louder it's on the ding. It's a little, a, it's a little wimpy flimsy ding. ding. It's a little whimsy Working ding. Working on it, y'all. We want a stronger ding. <laughs> Mr. Fantabulous. Give me that ding. Come I on. <laughs> I want a fantabulous ding. <laughs> okay, let me see. Not Here a fun or a fabulous ding. Here we but go. A fun How t- is this ding? All right. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm I talking about. All right, all right. All right, all right. so mm-hmm. name two films by Christopher Nolan. Only one can be from the Batman trilogy. So, how do we do, guys? This is uh, Aaron? I I know who he is. I just failed. I wrote down Batman Returns. Same. Okay. Memento and Inception. Nice. Ooh. I think he knows what he's talking about. Yes. I put Batman Returns. <laughs> Batman Returns, right. One of them can be. Good. Uh, cool, he cool. broke on the scene. Uh, Christopher Nolan's one of our biggest... Um, well, especially for you. Yeah, I, DC this one was really oh, easy for me because he's only done nine Nolan. films and I can name them all and I've seen them yes, all. But seen he, them all from but the, the it, breakout memento. Honestly, not until prior to two years ago would I have been able to name more than this. It, he just is somebody who I've really been following and, and one of those, you know how you told people a couple weeks ago, if you like somebody, watch everything they've done and see yeah. how they've grown. Right. Um, and boy, has he grown. Yeah. Like, from it's memento. unbelievable but, but to watch. Memento is an amazing opener. I love, love that movie. But it's interesting to see uh, since following what he's done everything that's like inception is so different than interstellar which is so different than his trilogy oh, the tdk how was interstellar. interstellar i didn't really uh see that one that's the not, only one i have not my seen. not my bag not your favorite not my okay. bag i agree rocks thank you Ooh, well, that yeah. is not a popular opinion so very ambitious I'm like amb- right amb- yeah ambitious is always the nice way of saying <laughs> it didn't hit the mark a lot of people at work just for. to let you guys know as a tip from me the ones that i hear the most in meetings are memento uh-huh and um, Inception. Perfect. They'll say those a lot. But you say only uh, yeah. one can be from the Batman trilogy. People don't just say the Dark Knight. They'll say the Dark, but everyone knows the Dark Knight because it was super popular. Yeah. But in terms of artistic stuff, they will people will drop like, yeah, it's like you know he's trying to figure it out, like the guy in Inception. Or they'll say, yeah, it's like it gets deeper and deeper and crazier and crazier. But it's it make does make sense, like Inception. Like people will say that to me. Mm-hmm. I'll hear that a lot. So that's just a tip for the viewers. Uh, so at least see those. Um, obviously, see the Batman trilogy for sure. See Inception. See Memento, and then build from there. You probably uh, give some people an answer with that one. Some people probably don't even know the TDK trilogy is his. So they're probably, yeah. at that point they're like, "Ooh, now I've got one." I wouldn't know what TDK is. Uh, the Dark Knight. I know, but, oh, but, but by know, yeah. saying TDK, I would TDK know. trilogy. That's in our comic book world. But it, yeah, I know. Well, the I, greatest course, trilogy ever, TDK. T- yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. Well, I would say so. All right. <laughs> name a number two. Name a Catherine Hepburn comedy. Yes. Ooh, better ding, better timing. Fantastic. Knew we'd get it. All right. How do we do? Aaron? Uh,. I just put breakfast at Tiffany's. I've never seen it. That's okay. That's Audrey uh, Hepburn, mm-hmm. not Catherine. Oh. That's all right. Mm-hmm. That was the twist. Yes, I sir. didn't have a real answer. Okay. And Sean? Uh, pass. Okay. So <laughs> she was one of the greatest dramatic and comedic, but I... she did a lot with Spencer Tracy, mm-hmm. her love. Um, Obviously, Lion and Winter is what comes to most people's mind immediately, but that's, that's not a comedy. So no, that, that's a that's drama. The trick question: The here. big ones um, are Bringing Up Baby, Woman of the Year, uh, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, The Philadelphia, Philadelphia Story, Story yeah. Adam's Rib, 
Um, these are all big Katherine Hepburn movies. Very influential actress. Um, you should check her out if you don't know her stuff. Mm-hmm. The best comedies to see are Philadelphia Story and Bringing Up Baby. I love um, Adam's Rib. It's on my computer really now. Really amazing physical comedy. Um, he pushes, takes her face and like shoves her on the floor and she does a straight fallback. This is before Lucy. So it was pretty incredible, especially when she was so classy. All right. This, is, this I learned by doing the um, Oscar winners. So if you go through the entire list yes. of Oscar winners, if you guys want to know some of the classics. Yes. Uh, and we've spoken of this yeah. before. Yeah, for sure. All right. Number three, who are two of the greatest silent film stars? Yeah, with that time, man. Yeah, it's all good. It <laughs> I'm going to it every time. It is fun and tabulous in here. All right. Aaron? This is where my answers got silly. I put but do you have any? I just put early days of Mickey Mouse. No, you don't know any silent film star. No, okay, yes, sir. Uh, Charlie Chaplin is the one that comes to mind. Yes, and then that's I think, the biggest. I think probably. Rudolfo Valentino was one. Yeah, Rudolph Valentino, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, dramatic and comedic. Way to go, Charlie, Brian. Sean, I did Charlie Chaplin. Got Charlie him. Chaplin. That's it. Charlie Chaplin. Chaplin. But yeah. Chaplin. Yes. Ch- Chaplin. Chaplin. Yes. He, he could be a chap okay. man, but he's yes. Chaplin. Yeah. A chapped man. Uh, Buster Keaton. <laughs> That's the other one that I came up with. Buster Keaton. When I, and this uh, is a really hard question for for me, though. I yeah. thought of two, and then it stopped. But that's okay. That was all. I, but le- I got mm-hmm. to two, but and I was like, <laughs> so. So, bottom line, everybody should at least know Charlie Chaplin and Rudolph Valentino in terms of drama. Women, Mary Pickford, and mm-hmm. then there's a lot of other ones. But Buster Keaton, to me personally, physical comedy wise, I like him a little better than Charlie Chaplin. And guess who else liked him a lot better than Charlie Chaplin? I don't know. Jackie Chan. Huh. huh. Yeah, he studied him. Wow. How do you he know that? He's, he's talked about he's it? He's talked about oh. it endlessly, yeah. Wow. He got his comedic physicality from Buster Keaton because he was more athletic. The more you know. And obviously Jackie Chan's That's very sweet. athletic. All right, moving on. Name two, number four, name two Emmy-nominated dramas for 2018. All right. We're gonna go the other way, Sean. For my compliment, Roxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. Oh, just, you know what? You I felt like I was slowing down the show. No, 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 you <laughs> threw that out there like I'm gonna give a compliment and then rescinded it. Was, it. it was more of a I'm giving a future compliment to all of them right now, Perfect. knowing that you will do it well. Oh, you're Perfect. such a politician. <laughs> such a politician. All right, uh, Sean. Game of Thrones. Yes, for sure. Any second one? Did you have a second one? I put the well, amazing, wonderful Miss Maisel because that I, was a comedy. Okay, but, yeah, and but, she's but marvelous. But she marvelous. Could be. marvelous. <laughs> Dang but it! She's Brian. also amazing and wonderful. Uh, okay. I put down Game of Thrones as well. Yes, and then I believe Ozark was one. It was uh, not. It was oh, not. No. But it was one Dang. of the big ones, though. Uh, Aaron, I skipped that one, but I should have guessed Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, Game fan. of Thrones, Americans, The Crown, Handmaid's t- Handmaid's Tale, This Is Us, Westworld. Yeah, Westworld. Another. This is another uh, totally my wheelhouse one. After Buzz TV, Sean. This, oh, this yes, should be this all is in there. Uh, because no matter what, even if you think that, even if you think that Emmys or the Oscars, if you if you don't like the show anymore or whatever, I always recommend just knowing who's nominated. Yes, because... just to go through that list. Yeah, and then watch one episode. Yeah, because then when you're going to, especially if you're pitching a TV show or trying out for a TV show, what's the one you still haven't checked out yet of those ones? I remember there was one show, like that... Breaking Bad, or or one of these. One of these. Oh, there the, was Americans. One, the Americans. The Americans. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, still yeah. gotta, you gotta watch that yes, one. Yes, I definitely. I'm waiting do. for you to see an episode of it so we can talk about it. Okay, one of the best. So, um, yeah. So when you go, let's say you. Go to a TV show, you get past it, and then you get cast, and then you sit down with the, the director and the producer. And if they mention a couple of these and you're on a brand new TV show, but you don't know what was not, that's not good. You should know this stuff, mm-hmm. right. especially if it's a drama, you know? And they'll say, hey, we want to lean it this way or that way. You'll know what they're talking about. Now we're going to go old school. Number five, pretty easy. What genre of film is Alfred Hitchcock most known for? All right, Sean. Good job. Good job. Horror, terror, suspense. That's what I put. Slash, slash. Okay. I put psychological thriller. Yes. Ooh. I put horror. All three are correct. Yes. Woo-hoo! Yes. Boom. All right. yes. Boom. I would say I would say thriller, suspense, a little more. He got into horror in his later life. Uh huh. Um, he broke through. He was in a 
big um, downward spiral when he did Psycho that kind of reinvented his career um, and got him into a kind of a horror flavor. Then he did The Birds and things like my that. My favorite of his. Uh, the Birds? Oh, yes. my God. I love that movie. Birds more than? Yeah. Okay. It, uh, to me, it just it, it scared the piss out of me for yeah. too many years. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. It, not to not but, give it were credit. Were you young when you saw it? Yeah, really okay. young. And but, so I, I just it sticks with me as like I have nostalgia for I it. I mean, Psycho I to still, me is one of the most perfect horror movies ever, and Anthony Hopkins, uh, not Anthony Hopkins. I'm sorry, Tony Perkins was genius. Yeah, I mean, especially as a skinny character actor, you got like one for yeah, the team. Yeah. <laughs> one for the team. All right. Uh, so let's move on. Uh, number six. Where do most of Neil Simon's plays take place? I'm going to go in the... But he had it. You he had it. it. Your perfection. I'm Mr. Bad Tabulous right now. Uh-oh. Mm, that was so not weak. your best. No. And we'll not get even, there not next even time. A good, yeah, not even a good joke on it. Bad tab. No, awful. Please let it go. All right. It's your rock Ryan. and roll name. <laughs> I said let it go, Russ. I can't. I can't. <laughs> you have to. Brian. Yes. I believe that it's the Bronx, New York. Uh, basically New York in general. Okay. But New York, yes. Aaron. I didn't have an answer. Didn't have an answer, Sean? I'm writing down New York. Yeah. <laughs> Good yes. job. Yes. Neil Simon's very New York-y, very New York-based, uh, most of his plays. Um, yes, Bronx. But yes, he's from New York, and he writes a lot about New York. Um, always and, guess New York, guys. Just always yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, yeah, never Especially can do bad. Stage. The yeah. question threw me off at first before I thought about it, because I thought you meant like... In a house or in like I right didn't right right know where I had I actually had what, what city location? and then I changed it back because when it was where do they take place but then finally I was like I think I'm overthinking this yeah 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 <laughs> so all right number seven what genre of play are most of Neil Simon's play and name one yes sir. messed it up he messed it up for the first time sorry in a while. guys sorry no so no no you're so fantabulous to me all right. What genre play are most of Neil Simon's plays? Name one, Aaron. I guessed I put drama. Okay. It was a pure guess. Uh, comedy and Biloxi Street Blues. Yes. Good. Perfect Good. on that one. The answer is uh, New York and also New York. Oh, no, no, no. The genre. <laughs> no, he, no, he knows. <laughs> New York is quite the genre. That is a genre. Okay. Uh, yes. So Shit. it is comedy. Uh, most Famous odd couple, I mean, odd couple, probably. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, Oscar it's a fantastic Simon. play. So You'd why be an did amazing you... Felix? By the way, oh, thank you. You two right there would be the amazing Oscar and Felix. Ah. What, what made not... you decide to put Neil Simon on here, Sean? Just because, first of all, I guess um, it's one of the mo he's one of the most accessible playwrights. Mm -hmm. I would say. I mean, I'm gonna get a lot of comments for that one. But um, and I think it's just because he's one of the guys that when he did a play like that, um, it turned into a TV series and so many spinoffs and it just became almost an iconic way to speak about roommates right. you know, or marriages or any kind of couple. Mm -hmm. And you would say, oh, it's like an Oscar and Felix. You know Have what I you mean? ever gotten that when you're performing? Has anybody ever said this is very oh, Neil the, Simon. Oh, yeah, very. Okay. Yeah, you'll say Neil Simon, or they'll say, you know, he's uh, prissy like Felix. He's a slob like Oscar. You know, Oscar's a likable slob, and Felix is a likable prissy person. So it's genius. And then you put them together, and it's just. I was just reading it last year, and God, it's funny. Yeah, it's really. It's good. just the the lines are amazing. All right, now we get into a little more film stuff. Number eight, name four Steven Spielberg movies. Fun-tabulous. All right. I still am not over bad-tabulous. You told me to move oh, on, and I what? just can't. Some, you know, I'm a human, and I make mistakes. And in improv, we learn to move on and not dwell on we, it. Yes, right, and Brian? No, yes, and... Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 not no, and. No, no but. but. No, no but. but. I will not. No, but. Oh. No, yeah. but that cup is actually a watermelon, yeah. John. Yeah. Oh, she's learned so much on this podcast. I'm so I'm proud of myself. <laughs> okay, so uh, four Steven Spielberg movies. Uh, Aaron. I am blanking so hard today, but I definitely put down War of the Worlds. Okay, great. I put down Star Wars. 
Yes, no. right? No? No. no George I'm Lucas. Tired. That's all right. George oh, Lucas, that's all right. I love Star Wars, too. I just failed. Steven Spielberg I, also loves Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. I just failed epically. That's all right. Um, we all love Star Wars. Yes. I question Jurassic Park. No, that's him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's okay, him. cool. Then when I'm he nice. said, no, that's him, he meant, yes. Yeah, it's him. Yes, that's yes. him. Okay. Yeah. I was questioning myself. No. Hmm. No. Jurassic Park? Is it? No, you didn't get it wrong. Oh, yeah. that's him. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. English. Just the I note know. when it came out, she seemed so sad. Yeah. No, but. Just see, just we're good cop, bad cop up here. I say mean things and she makes the sure you're couple. okay. <laughs> we're, uh, see that? All right. Uh, Sean? I put down uh, Jurassic Park. Yes, yes. I got that one down. I wanted to put all the Jurassic Parks down, but I knew that probably wasn't right. One and two. Okay. Okay, there we go. So I got those two. Okay. And then let's go to our Brian. Our man right Don't here. Don't put the pressure on me. <laughs> All um, right. So I have Jurassic Park. Yep. Uh, Super 8. Yep. The Goonies. He didn't oh. do Super 8. He didn't do oh. Super 8. J.J. Abrams. That was J.J. Ah! Uh, yes. Uh, um, Independence Day. And I already said The Goonies. No, that's not him either. And for some reason, I feel like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. But I'm no. not. Those. No. Oh, oh, yes. No. No. It's okay. You got it. Jurassic Park. Um, Gosh, like E.T., e. e. Jaws. That's Saving right. Private Ryan, Raiders of the Close Lost Ark. Close Encounters, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Schindler's yeah. List being Schindler's my favorite. List. Um, but it's, oh, what's, God, I just don't know anything. What's, Lincoln. Lincoln. Yeah, like, what's Lincoln. interesting about him, though, is that he's also, like, I was wondering here, I was like, what if they name him just things he's produced? He produces so much work yeah, that he, he doesn't direct now. Right. True. Uh, but yeah, I work got, for Mr. Spielberg on a small movie we call Twister. Nice. Wow. Tell us more. Tell us more. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did you see that name drop on the floor, Roxy? Could you pick that up for me? <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> my bad. That's so heavy. No. Can I tell you a quick funny story about that? Yeah, uh, I would love to hear. Philip Seymour Hoffman picked that one up too. Mm-hmm. And I were <laughs> and I were uh, standing there with Alan Ruck, and we were all standing there, and they said, "There's a tornado coming at nighttime," and it was the drive-in scene. Um, and they said, there's going to be wind, there's going to be light, and you're going to be looking up at the sky. And we were like, oh, and wind is blowing and lights. And we're like, oh, crap, we're in a Spielberg movie. Because <laughs> that, if uh-huh. you look at that, cool. that's Close Encounters, that's E.T. There's yeah. so many times that people are looking up in the sky at nighttime with lights in their That face. has to and be like, like the most amazing feeling. Oh, my God. You're like, oh, my God, I'm part of this. Yeah. You know? So it's really cool. All great. right. So did you do okay on that one? You did I okay definitely on named four. Which he won the Oscar for, now I know. But Mr. But... Funtabulous, I'm sure you did pretty well on these. I'm a Spielberg guy. E.T.'s like one of my favorite movies ever. So you so. were able to grab four. I was able to grab four. Yeah, yeah. My, my parents are like 80s files, and I feel like that's, yeah. to me, that's Spielberg's heyday. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Okay, so number nine, what movie did Spielberg win an Academy Award for? So this one, you really messed with me because I was like, he only has won one. Uh, and that was like mind uh, blowing to me, but I th- I figured it out eventually. Did anyone figure that one out? I have a guess. Yes, sir. My first guess is Saving Private Ryan. My second is E.T. Uh, no. Dang it! I just wrote I just wrote Jurassic Park. Didn't no. he? Didn't he win all? for Saving Private Ryan? I don't think he won. Double check that. Yeah, I'm pretty Double sure. Check That's that. what sure I ended that up w- figuring no, no, out. No, that was Schindler's List. Yes, about uh, yeah, I don't think. Oh, one. really? The film Schindler's did well, List. But... Okay. Yeah. He won for Schindler's List. Really? Wow. Who you beat him out for check that? Ryan? You want to double check that? Gotta yeah. Be, I feel I'm really on bad. It, guys. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's move on then. All right. He won two Oscars for Schindler's List and Saving Private Ryan. Oh, okay. Wow. Directing. Ooh. Did Ooh. I get it? All right. Double so. check me, Jeff, but that's what that's what my quick Google said. All right. Oh, yeah. Roxy Stryer. Wow. The host, the host. The host. Because I was about to take down somebody right, before yeah, yeah, if yeah. he lost for that. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I'm right. upset about it. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't think he won for a director for that. But All right. So my mistake. No. Well, you were right, too. Yeah, I we're was, all right. Yeah, we're all right. I got the answer right, of course. All right, number 10, name three Stanley Kubrick movies. Mm-hmm. Fun-tabulous. All right, Brian. Now, the only one I could think of was The, was the Shining. Um, Great. Okay. Um, Perfect. And I, there's like a couple floating around the back of my head that I just can't pick it's up. It's all right. I passed on that one. Okay. Yeah, I fell off on this one, too. So, Full Metal Jacket. That's right. Right. Clockwork Orange. Clockwork Orange. Spartacus, eyes Spartacus. wide shut. I'm Spartacus. 
Space Odyssey 2001 A Space Odyssey. Oh, yeah. Dr. Strangelove. Strange yes. oh, I was going to say, yeah. comedy. I never know the whole name of that movie, though. I cannot get it right. Oh, right. Dr. Strangelove or How, how I, I Learned to, to Stop the Worrying bomb about the Atomic Bomb. The atomic bomb. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just can't get Dr. it. Dr. Strangelove, I think, is one of his only comedies, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. But, man, genius, genius, genius. Dr. Strangelove also... I will tell the listeners, is one I hear in conversation a lot hmm. for multiple, because Peter Sellers played multiple roles, uh, but it will, a lot of people will say, oh, it's like the Situation Room in Dr. Strangelove, a lot. Interesting. Because it's a f- hysterical scene of all these guys sitting around the table trying to deal with this huge crisis. Why did you put Stanley on here? I'm just kidding. Or was there super a reason? In, to, super just, influential. Okay. Like just, I think just super influential. And when people say a Kubrick movie, um, they'll reference, they'll say things like that to me. They'll say, you know, it's kind of like a Kubrick movie. Or, and he's known for doing hundreds of takes too, hundreds mm. of takes. So when we're working, we'll say, oh, you know, you don't want to become a Kubrick, you know. And you got to kind of know what that means. All right, number eleven. What is considered one of the greatest American movies of all time? Mm. Now, this is an open question, so yeah. there isn't just one answer, but anything even close. Aaron? I mean, I left it blank, but I would say Star Wars in my opinion. Okay. <laughs> I've got two. Um, there's The Mighty Ducks. It's a classic. <laughs> great, great movie. Okay. Uh, and then Rebel Without a Cause. That's okay. always talked about. All right. Personally, I would say The Matrix, but... Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that film. So I I was thinking like Citizen Kane, Wizard yes. of Oz. Yes, yeah. it's it, it, that, it's kind of in that wheelhouse we talked about that late thirties, like that those couple years that were just insane. Gone with the Wind, Gone with uh-huh. the Wind, Casablanca. Because what are you considering, Sean? One of the greatest? Do you mean classics? No, I mean when people say, and literally, Citizen Kane is quoted always as. Considered one of the the greatest American movies. So, of would you all say time. there's like, anything in the last twenty line. years that you would put that you would think would be acceptable for that? I mean, I guess absolutely, someone can say Star Wars, um, mm. but I I think in terms of you know awards, recognition, and critical acclaim, we did talk about this that Gone with the Wind has never been beaten for ticket sales. That's so wow. No one's ever beaten it since the 30s. For the amount he was for the, Amer- for the domestic. Am- yeah. amount of people. Yeah. Not, not, yeah, domestic gross. So, wow. not money. Um, so Who cares about money anyway? That's what I think I mean critically <laughs> and critically and um, commercially. commercially, yeah. Hmm. Exactly. Uh, all right, let's keep going here. Uh, Number 12, name three of the biggest sitcoms of all time. So uh, this is an open one, too. Where are we starting? But, again, I would consider those two factors. Okay. Popularity and, you know, success and and awards. I'm going to say Friends. Yep. Frasier and... um, um, I just thought of this right now. I think it was 30 Rock. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't say Thirty Rock as much because it was very popular in terms of writing, but it didn't have amazing ratings. Okay. It did well, but much it didn't to Jeff's have... uh, dismay. No, I oh. love that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't one of the like the, your first two were right on, Brian. Uh, I have a couple classics. I've got I Love Lucy. Yep, and All in the Family. Yep, uh, and then I have Seinfeld. Yeah, yep. This Those is three. Every good. summer, the summer solid. of George. That's every right. Summer. That's right, mm-hmm. Aaron. That's funny. Mine is a mix of theirs. I put Friends, Seinfeld. And I love Lucy. Absolutely. Oh, I said the big oh, one that wasn't those, named. Right. The, same page. the only one not named that I feel like is huge would be Cheers. Cheers. I was yeah. going to say Cheers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course. For sure. All yeah. right. So we're going to move on to number 13, and I might have to explain it. If you get an uh, improv in the style of Shakespeare, meaning basically what I'm asking is give me three elements uh, that you see a lot of in a Shakespeare play? What things are re- occurring throughout in a Shakespeare play mm-hmm. besides the language? Sorry, that was my fault. All right. Heartbreak, pain. Yes. Yes. Heartbreak, pain. What else? And uh, uh, like like being wanting to have, I don't know, wasn't Othello his too or something? Yeah. yeah. So then like wanting to, yeah, yeah, Othello. Aching desire right. kind of thing. Yes, sir. 
three-part insults. Yes. Comparing my love interest to a pretty flower. Yes. And taking a long time to get to the subject, getting to the subject, and beating the subject to death with Vegas eyes and references to Greek myths <laughs> nobody knows about. What a Very great nice. list. That's a great list. Aaron? I love the references to Greek myths. Yeah. I left it blank because I got confused and skipped to other stuff. No, no, no. That's fine. Uh, sword play, yeah. death, uh, unrequited love, yeah. fairies. Um, uh, witches. Yeah. Um, yeah. you were saying like rubbing, rubbing something hand, until rubbing it's out, damn spot out. out um, um, a very disguises. long, long, uh, self-reflective monologues, mm-hmm. obviously to be or not to be. Those are all elements in a Shakespeare play. The reason I was glad you asked this one, Sean, is because I feel like people do all the time. If you're doing improv and you ask the audience for suggestion, People are they say throw the same five things out there every single yeah. time. Yeah. Like, Apple. in what style do you want us to do this? And they'll it's say Shakespeare, Shakespeare, it's Tarantino. Or, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. like four things that yes. people throw out in Shakespeare. Exactly. So if you don't have that in you, yes, then you, you don't know what to do. Yeah, and I gave you guys the list last week yeah. of ones to read. Read a couple tragedies, couple comedies, and you'll you'll be okay. Couple historical ones too. Mm-hmm. All right. On to 14. Name three films from the Coen brothers. All right. Three films from the director and writers, the Coen brothers. Right. Only one I can think of is Fargo. Good. Aaron? I know I've seen a couple in the past year, but I blanked. Okay. I put the Matrix trilogy because I was thinking of those (laughs) other brothers. Right, right. The Wachowskis. (laughs) Wachowskis. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So they have been around for my... I'm going to throw this out on the show. There's maybe three favorite comedies of all time. One of them is Raising Arizona Hmm. from the Coen Brothers. Mm. Hysterical movie. So funny. It's their second film after Blood Simple. I've never seen it. You must. Okay, I will. You must. I've never seen it. I'm telling you, it's it's also Nicolas Cage and Holly Hunter. No, I know it. I just John Goodman, like John like John Goodman and Holly Hunter's first big breaks. So it was amazing. Raising Arizona. Raising Arizona. Got it. Yes. Uh, then No Country for Old Men. The Big Lebowski. Oh, that's a classic. Blood Simple. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Fargo, which they won for. Um, and, and just so everybody knows on here, they're not like the Jews. It's like the non-H Coens. Non-H Coens. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I wrote them with an oh. I wrote them with an H by accident. All right. Number 15, who is Billy Wilder and name one of his films? Again, throwback, just Good again, timing. mentioned, mentioned, mentioned a lot. Um, does anyone get, did anyone get one? Uh, Nobody? I have to be honest, I didn't either. I knew who he was, but I was like, I don't know. And Mr. Fantabulous? I was so sad that I couldn't come up with these when I figured out what they were. I was like, okay. wow, how did I do that? I know. Was he some like it hot? Yes, he was. Yes, some like it hot. That's all I had. That's all I had. That's one. Sunset Boulevard. Sunset Boulevard, The Apartment. I was so upset with myself. The second I saw it, I was like, oh. Double Indemnity, the best (laughs) noir film of all time. Double Indemnity, yeah. What are we laughing about? (laughs) Nothing. Oh, okay. Wait. When I We're was writing notes. my answer, I accidentally was like, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Ah. I was like, wait, that was Gene. Ah. <laughs> Gene Wilder. Whoops. There you go. That's fine. All right. Number 16. Name two influential acting teachers in New York in the 50s. If you listen to our podcast. We went over that. We went over this okay. all last week. Aaron. Was one of them Stella Adler? Yes, and Absolutely. the other one I was trying to think of, and I know who it is because we worked on it, and I can't think of his name right that's now. That's all right. And I know who you're thinking of. <laughs> yeah. I wrote down Strasburg and Meisner. Yep. yep. That's I, two. I put Meisner and Stanislavski. Stanislavski preceded okay. those guys. Okay. But, when but was Stanislavski? He was before Russia. them in the early 1900s oh. uh, in Russia. All right. Okay. So with that in mind, uh, Uta Hagen, Lee Strasberg. Sanford Meisner, no, Uda, Uda's mine. Uda's yours, yeah. All right, 17. <laughs> name three actors that they taught. Anybody? I had nothing for this. Uh, nothing? I'd say Marlon Brando, yes. Al Pacino, yes. James Dean. Yes. Dang, he, he killed it. He killed yeah, it. Yeah, no, any? Any? It. Either one? Good job. Any? I, mm. You could guess based on the t- the years, but I, yeah. I it would have just been a guess. I, I was like, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Anyone is big. Yeah. 
so yeah, those were the ones. Uh, Brando, Pacino, Monroe. Marilyn? Yeah, okay. Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, Mar- Mar- I don't know. I would have guessed. De Niro, really? James guesses, Dean. Like anybody who's Carl big at the Malden. time. Huh. So a lot. Lucille Ball? No. Dang it. <laughs> Shoot. All right. I wanted that one. Number 18. Name three Spike Lee movies. Uh, Anybody. Uh, the most recent one is Black Klansman. Yes. I haven't seen anything. I don't think of anything else. Okay. Aaron, anything? Sean, anything? I'll go with uh, Black Klansman. Okay. I believe that's correct. <laughs> uh, do the right thing. Mm-hmm. My personal, again, the top list. Do the right thing. If you don't see any Spike Lee movies, see this one. I think do that's what he's right most famous thing. for. Yes. Do the right thing was amazing. Black Klansman, Malcolm X, She's Gotta Have It. Uh, Jungle Fever. Jeff was telling me before this, and I remember Crooklyn. when it came out, Chirac, but I didn't see it. But he loved yeah, Chirac. I didn't see Chirac, but I love Crooklyn. Amazing, amazing movie. Mm. All really good. He's very relevant. Again, the way we talked about last week, see something of his early work. If you're going to see early work, see Do the Right Thing. See something from the 80s, and then see Black Klansman now. And Netflix just revived um, She's Gotta Have It as a series. Yes, and now, really? yes, She's Gotta Have It. And it's right. very interesting. It's uh, If you want to taste Spike Lee, check out the pilot to his Netflix version of She's Gotta Have It. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Jeff. All right. Uh, 19. Name three movies directed by Martin Scorsese. All right. Uh, Aaron? It's the same as that other answer. I saw some stuff this year of his, and I can't, can't blank uh, Okay. This is going to sound really bad, but Scarface comes to mind. Uh, I do not think that was Scorsese. Is that Scorsese? I don't think so. Let me look. Isn't that Brian? Brian isn't that Brian De Palma? Oh, that's right. I think you're right. I Brian think... De Palma, right? Uh, yes. It's Brian De Palma. Okay. Right. Written by Oliver Stone. Yes. Sean, any? Yeah, I was starting to think maybe The Godfather. and Right. It's yeah. in that wheelhouse. Yeah. Okay. But it's not. Goodfellas, Raging Bull, okay. The Departed, oh. Taxi Driver, Casino. Mm-hmm. Oh, duh. Uh, A lot of those. Yes, exactly. What would you think? Loved it. Good. Oh, my God. Fantastic. Yes. All right, number 20, going back to your answer, Sean. What country started the realistic human behavioral acting that we know today? As a bonus, name the theater person who started it. Uh, Stanislavski? Or wait, shit. Sh- yes. Sh- oh, yes. Yes. Woo! Stanislavski. Okay. There we go. All right. Woo! But what country? That's my team. Uh, take, take care of the rest. Uh, what, what country? Russia. Russia. Yeah. Did you have that, Brian? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. We got it. Teamwork. Yes. Actors. Now you. Good work, guys. See, when people yeah. say actors are liars, that's not helping us, Brian. Uh, I I take offense to that. There was truth in that moment. I won't tell you what it was. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 21. Name three movies directed by Clint Eastwood. Uh, Wait, wait. Who's going? Wild, wild, or not the West. I think we're a collective at this point. Yeah, anyone who can jump in. Well, there's Gran Torino. Yes. Anybody? On with the no. no. Were the Die Hard movies directed by Clint? No. Because oh. he was really good with all up. the westerns, right? Well, he yeah, was Gone in those. Was oh. Very early. Unforgiven, Gran Torino, Jersey Boys, Million Dollar Baby, American Sniper. He just did Sully. Oh, did American Sniper? Nice. Yes. I actually... He did I'm, Sully? Yeah. Oh, my God. How did I not know that? I just uh, worked with him on Jersey Boys just well, was many for like six years ago. I wow, think we have a picture of me with like Clint. Clint. Can you see that? That did not feel like a Clint Eastwood movie. Anything. No. Do we have that, uh, Mr. Fantabulous? A picture of me and Clint? How is he? Fantastic. Amazing. Here it is. Yeah. Check yeah, this out, there guys. it is. Check it out, guys. For you podcast listeners, it's a reason yes, to check out our YouTube show. Go. I have a picture of Sean and the, the great, the goat, Clint Eastwood. Yes. The wow. goat. Yeah. How'd you do on that, wow. Mr. Fantabulous? Did you get three? I did. You know, they were all new ones, but I said, yeah, I said Jersey Boys, Gran Torino, and American Sniper. There so, you go. Yeah. 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 My million Dollar Baby. Fantastic. I he did Sully. Wow. Yeah. Check these out. All right, name two, number 22, name two Netflix series that are big hits. House of Cards. Stranger Things. Stranger Things, yeah. Fuller House. I was going with that. Ozark. Fuller House, easy. Yeah. No, not a big hit. Oh. Hey, they got a second season there, and then a third one. That's a hit <laughs> to me. All right, all right, but you know what I mean. <laughs> no, I guess, you know what? 
then I'm, I will retract that. If it got three seasons, yeah. then yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Orange Anyone is else? the new black. Orange probably. is the yeah. new black. One of biggest ones. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, That's that does really one. well for yes. them. So there's a lot. This is definitely, listeners, please, please know this stuff. This is, again, current meetings. You've got to know what Netflix is doing. It just took over. So HBO came in and changed the game over a decade ago. Now they came in and they took it away from HBO because they're doing binging, which is brand new. So it's a, it's, you need to know what's going on in this interest, industry. All of the Marvel shows, Glow, which yeah. is nominated. Network TV That's is right. just not keeping up anymore. Yep. And it's really all about HBO and Netflix. So, uh, so moving on to that, number 23, name three HBO dramas from now or the past. Game, oops, Game, of, Thrones. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Westworld. Girls. Girls. That's, that's more of a comedy. More of a comedy, <clears throat> technically. But the, the Wire. The Wire. The Wire, yes. Westworld. Westworld, yes. Absolutely. Anyone, any Sopranos, other? Did, Deadwood. Sopranos, Deadwood. Uh, even Big Little Lies. A yeah. bunch. So did everyone get three? Did you, any, any of you guys get three? Together. You, you threw Together. all the girls' answers. Two. So well, two. Well, girls, I think one year it was nominated for comedy, one for drama, so I, you're not dead wrong. Is it dramedy? It, yeah, kind of, but it's I a guess half so. hour, so it's still yeah. in that Can I get comedy? half a point for it? Yeah, <laughs> okay. sure, why not? Yeah. All right, so flipping that, 24, name three HBO comedies from now or the past. I think you could use it for this one if you want. Yes. Girls. <laughs> girls, for sure. Big one, Veep. Curb Your Enthusiasm. That's right. Divorce, Ballers, Going Back, uh, Larry Sanders. It's the Gary Shandling Show. Yep. Still have a name Jeff's favorite, Silicon Valley. Silicon Ah. Valley. Yes. Silicon Valley, not a great season, Jeff. Eh, I kind of agree. Yeah. Weakest season this season. I would say the season before this to me was weakest, but. Really? Personally, yes. Okay. I felt this one was worse. Fair enough. And we're in 2018, everybody, just for all our evergreen people. See, Mm -hmm. evergreen. You're learning. Look at that. All right. 25. Name three Tim Burton films that are not remakes. Edward Scissorhands? Yes. Frankenweiner. Yes. Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. Killing it, girl. The Corpse Bride. Yes. Was he involved with that musical? Creepy one. That Sweeney Todd? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, there you go. Would you call that a... Big Fish? Be- Beetlejuice? Did you have any? Uh, that's... Oh, yeah. oh, did These he, he were did great answers. <laughs> 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 Fantastic. But you guys are doing good. All right. Now, uh, moving on to 26. We only got a couple minutes left. Name... Two famous Western movies. Did you just mean ever? Ever. Okay. Ever of all time. Uh, How the West Was Won. Uh, How the West Was Was Won. What is that? Western movies. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And was the Wild Wild West this? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but that's not really a class. Yes, I technically, yes, it is. Okay. How the West Was Won, 1962. Yeah, How the West Was Won. Yes, sir. You got to say Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Sure. You have to. Okay. Wasn't Gunslinger a Western? Gunslinger? Yeah. Okay, anyone else? The good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah, that good was bad, mine. Yeah. Shane being my favorite, Shane. probably. I love that one. Free 10 to Yuma. So you don't like Shane? Dis- I saw it, yeah, and I was a little I disappointed it. in it. I love that movie. I liked it, but I didn't love it. Oh. High Noon. High Noon. The best. All the presidents watch it. Hi. Yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. love it. Yeah, High Noon. I loved it. I'm going to uh, be honest. Uh-oh. And Outlaw of Josie Wales, and my favorite, Unforgiven. Okay. By Mr. Clint. All right, we're going to do a last question. I don't know if we can yes. make it all the way through. I got this one. If we okay, can, got one. can we move through yeah, quickly through them? Yeah, we'll just do quick. We're going to do them we'll really, do really quick, yes, guys. Yes, we can do it. All right. Uh, name two famous war movies. Throw them out there. Saving Private Ryan Yes, Star Wars. You got... That's <laughs> not a war Not a war movie. Not a war movie. Wait, you got it in the name. Apocalypse Now. Yep. There you go. War Games. No. No? No, not a war movie. War Games is a Matthew Broderick fantasy movie about a video game. about something else. Yeah. It's uh, Bridge Over the River Kwai, Platoon, All Quiet on the World Western Front, Jima. Saving Private Ryan, Letters from Iwo Jima, uh, many, 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 many. They just have to be famous. Pearl Harbor. Yeah, Pearl yeah. Harbor. Mm-hmm. All right. Tw- we're moving on. 28. <laughs> Name two Emmy-nominated comedies for 2018. Atlanta. 
Yes. Yeah. Good place. Uh, no. I don't think that was not. No, it was not. It was so good. It was. Aaron, any? Uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel. Yes. yes. Which nice. one? Yes. Which one? Curb Your Enthusiasm, Glow, Berry, Blackish, Atlanta. All right. Did Insecure get any? Silicon Valley. Uh, no. Okay. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. 27. Name two comedies and two dramas starring Tom Hanks. Let's do comedies first. Throw them out here. Toy Forrest Story. Gump. Toy Story. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. I was trying to remember. Any comedy? Big or if yes, big. Okay, yep. cool. Big for Rom- sure. Think rom-com. You've, you've got mail. You've got mail. Absolutely. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. All right, dramas. Tom Hanks dramas. Apollo 13. Yes. Saving Private Ryan. Yes. Blank. Castaway. Yes. The Terminal. We're yeah, The Terminal. The that's a great one. Yes. All right, 28. Name two comedies and two dramas starring Meryl Streep. Comedies, go. Devil Wears Prada. Wait, Devil Wears that... Prada, it's yes. It's complicated. Yeah. It's complicated, yes. I'm a little weak on this one. Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. Yeah. Oh, I had those as my dramas. Yeah. Okay, dramas. Mm-hmm. Mamma Mia 1 and 2. No, those are dramas. Into those the are Woods? Oh, no. Into the Woods, I guess so, really technically. Huh. In, uh, I would say uh, it was a The Post. Tony Award winning play, August Osage County. Yeah. August uh-huh. Osage County, The Post. I know that um, one. Sophie's Choice, French <laughs> Lieutenant's Woman. Um, doubt. Another many, play. many doubt. Many dramas. All right. 29. I'm yelling. I got to get the ding out. Uh-huh. Mr. Fantabulous is doing such a strong job on this. I need to back off. 29. Name two famous mockumentaries. <laughs> Supersize me? No, that's, that's a, documentary. a documentary. Uh, mockumentary. This is Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap is the most probably broke broke new ground. There's one I watched in high school. It was something like The History of the World or something like that. That's Mel Brooks, and it's not a mockumentary. Not, okay. It would be uh, Waiting for Guffman, Best in Show. Um, is so, what we do in the dark? A lot of them do Christopher Guest. Christopher Guest is, does a lot of mockumentaries. That's what he does. Would you call Borat a mockumentary? Kind Ooh. of, yeah. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Borat. For sure. All right. Moving on. Uh, 30. Who is Jordan Peele? How did he get famous? And why is he relevant today? All right. He's a comedian, actor, director, famous from Key and Peele. Yep. And he was the mastermind behind Get Out. That's it. That's Spot the on. answer. Oh. That is definitely the answer. Okay. <laughs> Made for that question. Yeah. Made for that Got question. It. Got it. All right. Last one, number 31. <laughs> what husband and wife team created the longest-running sitcom of all time? Who were they? What did they do that was revolutionary? And why was the wife such a genius? Hint, one of you has already said this before. I love, I love Lucy. Uh, Lucille yes. Ball and uh, uh, Desi, Ar- Desi Arnaz. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yes, was, which was Ricky Ricardo. Yes. Thank well, you, Mom. What did they do to revolutionize it? Oh, they, they, wait, no. They slept in two separate beds because that no, was No, 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 no. What did they do? It's a construct. Do you know what they, what they did? Is it about creating studio? The, no. Jeff? I mean, I was going to say, like, slapstick. No, no. the three-camera sitcom. Oh. They invented the three-camera. Really? Wow. But it she was, was also, like, real. the first female producer, head of the right, studio Right, but the other thing, thing was they wanted someone else. Yeah. She fought for Ricky. He yeah. Had no, he was just a Cuban singer. She fought for him. But Desi actually came in. He created the three-camera system live audience. Yeah. That was That's Desi. That's sweet. And they changed it. And they just, you can still find it on TV today. Mm-hmm. Wow. So Amazing. Amazing, amazing stuff. So yeah. really good good job, everybody. That works. Study that stuff, as Sean said. Um, skip my week, Sean. We're going to skip Roxy's week. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> oh. Listen. I'll tell you about it next time. You'll okay. tell about it next time. Uh, we'll talk about our hairs. Your mm-hmm. hair. The people on iTunes don't even know. Yes. <sighs> Roxy dyed her hair. hair, and I got a haircut. And, and, and I didn't even mention my uh, academic sweater. Yeah, well, now you so did. We're, we have a lot going on today. So, outro, we are going to talk about where to find us, YouTube. Um, please watch our videos. Please give us a thumbs up. Find us on iTunes. Rate us. Please leave comments. Please Yo, ask us questions. Stop with the lack of comments. Yeah, I'm watching hit us you up guys. With, You're liking us. I know, You're, and I keep hearing good stuff give about Give me them comments. Yes. And uh, now we're just going to quickly say uh, where to find everybody. You guys can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. Yes, you sir. can find me at Sean Paul Payton. You can find me on Instagram as Dad Complex. On Instagram at Aaron Spandorf and on YouTube at Rated LGBT. 
Did you just take the chance for the joke instead of promoting where you're actually doing right now? Oh, yeah. Now? I'm also in a production of... Uh, no, my name is... That's my Instagram handle. Oh, we asked for it. You yeah. said you didn't have one. Yeah, yeah I said. I said I don't have a Twitter. Okay. Oh, Twitter was the one. I, I yeah. asked right. for both. Uh, Shout out. I'm also in a production of Waiting for Lefty happening at the Complex weekend of October 18th. Get out there. See it. It's awesome. And Aaron, this... you're doing something right now, too? Yeah. I just started a new YouTube channel called Rated LGBT. It's about looking at LGBT visibility in the media. Cool. I have a new YouTube channel with my my wife. It's called Mixtape Sean and Laurie. We're singers. Sweet. Nice. And you can find me at that guy SMW on um, all social media except Facebook. I'm Sh- uh, Sean Whalen Peeps. And mm. uh, as always, thanks for taking the quiz and thanks for letting me be a part of your journey. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 